You're listening to The Esoterics Podcast, hosted by Joe Figueres and Fioralise Franco. everyone we are back for a special episode welcome back to the podcast everyone this is exciting this is exciting but first what's going on with you how have you been i'm good i'm enjoying oh it's almost the end of spooky season does november count as spooky season Uh, yes it really does Mm -hmm. so yeah i've i've had a good october uh in spite of the eclipses so yeah, yeah. There, there's a meme out there about where this person is looking all sad because they uh, haven't done crap for spooky season. They mm-hmm. haven't done anything. And that's me because Portland is filled with ghost tours and haunted houses and all of these things and pumpkin patches. And I haven't done anything. I've been busy. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. had the Halloween party. How was that? It was fun. It was really fun. We had our friend's band played. And shut up at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I really should have just gone down there. Yeah. So we'll do it again next year. Um, Yeah. Everyone dressed up. Like everyone got dressed up. It was fun. And then I had the, had the fog machine going, which added a really nice ambiance to the whole thing. (laughs) It gave a real spooky vibe. It was fun. Yay. Did you give out a prize for best costume? I did. I did. I I gave out prizes for, I had like four different um, categories. We had like, best overall oh, who um, won best overall uh actually so nobody had so nobody we didn't actually do the the thing but i did give out the prizes so oh, okay 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 uh, there was no voting i didn't we didn't end up having like the time ah. I, between everybody like it was too many jello shots and <laughs> uh-huh those will do it every time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. jello jello or pudding shots will ruin a good time yeah yeah but we had it was funny because so our friends who were in the band one of them dressed up as a greaser but the other two the drummer dressed up as doc from back to the future and mm-hmm. then the bassist dressed up as as marty mcfly oh my god how fun and then somebody else showed up with uh, a Teen Wolf costume, which I was like, "Oh, is this like?" Uh, that's awesome. Did how many people did you have? I think it was probably about twenty people all together because it was my friends, our, our our friends, and the girls. Um, the girls had their friends over too. So. Nice. So it yeah. was a good manageable number. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, those parties can get out of hand. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't into. I'm not into inviting a bunch of people. That I don't, especially anybody I don't know, or I have found myself that I have curated a group, both girlfriends, but just overall friends. Mm -hmm. And so I only invite the people that I want to be around. Yes. And that's seriously, that's how it should be. That is absolutely how it should be. 
Okay, so I went to a party last weekend. It was a friend of mine that I used to work with, mm-hmm. and she had a, a fun party at her house with, you know, costumes and snacks. And then afterward, we went to a karaoke bar. So that was really fun. And I don't really like to dress up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like makeup on my face. I don't like wigs. They're hot and itchy. I don't like, you know, weird clothes that are weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if if everybody's doing it. Then I will, but for the most part, I'm I avoid it, right? So, but I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I can't go to this party without a costume. So, mm-hmm. um, I just took my rebel deck and I dressed up as the asshole psychic, and I was actually giving card readings and stuff, and people were liking it. So it was a good time. <laughs> the asshole psychic, the I love it. Because the rebel deck is mean. It- yes, yes, I remember <laughs> we used it. We used it in when we were in Michigan. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. So, so that was good and people enjoyed that. But so that was a fun night. And then Saturday, uh, you'll be so proud of me. I went to the Soundgarden Allison Chains tribute band show. Uh-huh. Um, and it was, it was, it was good. Uh-huh. The first tribute band was System of a Down, I think, but I don't know what band that it was they were tributing, but this, it was death metal and I hate death metal. Oh, it, yeah. it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this? But, I'm like, all right, well, I'm opening myself my up to this experience. Yeah, it was awful. Um, the Allison Chains tribute band was amazing. Really, really good. The other one that I was there for was, you know, the Soundgarden tribute band. And I didn't think they were as good. So uh, they didn't. If I'm going to go listen to a tribute band, I want them to play covers. And covers are goddamn yeah. songs that are on the radio that I know that I can sing along to. Uh-huh. But the problem with these this band was that they played a lot of like the obscure Soundgarden stuff, oh. right? The stuff that <laughs> only people that listen to the entire record and memorize it. Um, no. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a huge fan of Soundgarden, but uh, there were a lot of songs where I'm like, I I've never, you know, I don't know these songs. So anyway, it was kind of disappointing, but I was really proud of myself. Um, it wasn't weird. I was making eyes with the hottie sound guy who kept coming and standing next to me for no reason at all and smiling. Oh. And yeah, he was cute. And so, yeah, it was a good time. Nice. Fun. I yeah. am proud of you. You are, right? Because I, <laughs> I went with no expectations and I'm like, I'm just expecting to have fun. And I did. So it was good. Oh, and I met somebody. I met like this really cool, the girl, it was, she was the girlfriend of the guitarist of the Jar of Flies band and her name, mm-hmm. she was lovely and she like um, invited me to sit with her at the table. And so it was really fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. That's way cool. Went The last time I went to a concert, it was a couple of weeks ago with my friend Kelly and it was 90% men. But then, cause, and she's like recently single and stuff. So she's like, you know, this is probably a good place to meet a guy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is probably an excellent place to meet a guy, especially like the one that likes the same music you like. That's mm-hmm. a great start. But then she's like, yeah, but it's also LA and like people don't talk to each other. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same as Portland and it was people were dressed up for Halloween. So, you know, um, they typically guys that were there had, you know, um, they had their dates with them. Right. A couple, yeah. couple. And also I noticed that people tended to be really 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 drunk oh um mm-hmm. just lots of really sloppy mosh pitting but then sloppiness after the mosh pit too so it wasn't really someplace where i'm like i want to meet a dude here but um, <laughs> i had no problem flirting making eye contact and smiling with a sound guy so hey it's a good um exercise just kind of mm-hmm. like you know get your feet wet a little bit that's right 
And that you still got it in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I was like, because I had my false eyelashes on, right? Um, and I was like, when I went to the bathroom, I was like, I am cute. <laughs> you know, it's just when you, yes. when you just have a good night, you just look yes. good. Yes. Yeah, so it was fun. Uh, do you know that? Did you watch The Office? Yes. Okay. Remember the part where Andy's at the skating rink and he's asking for Dave Matthews tracks and he's like, deep, no hits, deep tracks only? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love Andy. <laughs> that must have been that must have been uh that uh in the Soundgarden tribute <laughs> band's uh motto is deep tracks only. Yes, <laughs> right? It was it was just their really obscure stuff. And I won't even say it is obscure, but I'll say, you know, it's like just lesser. Yeah, just lesser popular. Yeah, less lesser popular. known tracks, you know, mm-hmm. off like their early albums and stuff, which I love Soundgarden, but uh, you know. I yeah. wanted to hear, you know, like all of the big hits. Yes, which is depressing. Yeah, but. like you can sprinkle in the deep tracks with yes. the hits, and that it, that way it balances it out. Um, I, you know what? I've I think the best, some of the best concerts that I've gone to have been where an artist who is, you know, famous in their own right. They're not like starting up or anything, but part of the show includes a cover. Yes, they they make for some of the best yes. some of some of the best concerts. Like when we saw when we saw Incubus actually the first time they covered Black Hole Sun. What? Um, yeah, Dude, yeah. There and then what was another one? Oh, um, uh, the first time I saw Cat Power, almost the entire. But I think she had a she had the covers album that came out afterwards. But the entire the entire concert was all covers. I love and, that. And it was amazing because it was like one of Mike and I's early first like early dates when we had just started dating. And so he he no. wasn't really a big fan of her music. He didn't really hadn't listened to her, but it made it super enjoyable for him cuz he knew every song that she was playing because it was all covers. Exactly. Now um the Jar of Flies um Allison Chains um tribute band, they played like five or six. And mm-hmm. you know, I think their set was maybe maybe eight songs maybe um it, yeah. they weren't super long sets but they played like five or six covers and the whole the whole place was into it everybody was singing along it was just a lot of fun mm-hmm. um super unknown did play um a couple covers you know they played black hole sun they played you know um um i think yeah there's there was a couple more i can't remember off the top of my head but mm-hmm. um also here's the thing too with with this and i and if you know me, you know that I am a huge Chris Cornell fan. Like he is, yeah. He he just his voice takes me places. So maybe I had a little bit of an expectation, but my question was yeah. before: How is this dude going to sing Chris Cornell? Because mm-hmm. not everybody can do that. <laughs> he he had big a shoes be- to fill. big shoes to fill. He had a beautiful voice, very soulful, but it wasn't Chris Cornell. But he was a good singer, though. Mm. So it didn't really sound like Soundgarden, if, sure. if that makes sense. Yeah. Or I, yeah. I shouldn't say that. It didn't sound like Chris Cornell. I see. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah. But again, you know, um, the whole thing was really good. I will definitely, um, you know, be able to go do more of those things solo rather mm-hmm. than, you know, um, being like, ah, you know, it's because, because like I said, what's the worst going to happen? I'm going to have a couple drinks um, and have a great time listening to some good music. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. So yeah, um, yeah it's fun. What I like about it too, is that there isn't the expectation of like, you have to talk to someone if you nope. don't want to, Mm-mm. like, yes, it can happen if you wanted to like, just kind of let it develop organically. But also if you 
do nothing but have a couple of drinks and listen to music and don't talk to anyone, nobody will nobody will know. No, no. And I tell you what, the people watching too. Yes. I was like, oh my God. It, it, I would like to, mm-hmm. you know, show you a picture and be like, I'd like you to see, you know, just how <laughs> drunk and goofy you look. But also the other thing, and as women, we can all um, sort of relate to this. Dude, as a woman, I could not just sit there and have a drink without some, you know, guy coming up to me, trying to talk to me. So there was a book sitting next to me on this counter and it was some random book. I don't even know what the book was. It could have been, you know, Beehives of America for all I know. Right. 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 And it was like at least three to four feet away from me. Some guy, and I knew because you can sense them, right? They're like, yes. I'm going to go talk to this pretty girl. Some guy starts walking over to me and he needed an inn. And that inn was, yes. is that your stupid book? book? Is that your book? <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at him. I'm not unkind. No. But I'm like, I said, no, that's not my book. And then he was so awkward and he's like okay and then he turned and walked away (laughs) well if it were my book that's you know so but um uh, that was always like oh god really you couldn't (laughs) come up with something better although he wasn't anything that i would or i shouldn't say that that's mean um i wouldn't have pursued any um further than a kind words with him so yeah yeah I feel yeah. like we know within a few seconds of meeting a person. <laughs> well, yes. Stupid Simpsons robot on the back of his coat made me go. Mm. Is that judgy? I think that might be judgy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's certain things, right? There's certain red flags or not even not even red flags. There's like yellow flags. Where, like It gives you a pause of, uh, I don't know. Your shoes are, um, your shoes are, are rather unstylish i don't know I feel it like could have a- been a costume because it's spooky season i don't okay. think it was though no but, oh no. yeah but shoes are a big one right like yeah you, you gotta have solid shoes on and also there's like attractive shoes for a man yes. like right yes. it's it's not so much of the like oh that's ugly of like there's something really hot about a guy in doc martin boots <sighs> like you know what i mean <laughs> like it gives you Dude. it gives you like an extra edge anyway so it really does. Even if they're like doc knockoffs, right? They're still, mm-hmm. and I believe that this has changed for me. I've told, talked about this before, how there's just, West Coast guys are different. There's just that slight edge to them um, <laughs> that you just don't get in the Midwest. And it is, it's about the boots they wear. It's the jeans that they wear. It's the, mm-hmm. all the fucking tattoos that are just <laughs> sexy as hell. Um, you know, it's the hair, it's the, it's how they, yeah, it's, everything there's something i have never been a west coast guy girl but damn yeah. welcome to the west coast welcome to the west coast all right do we have any announcements just redid my entire catalog of readings so if anybody's interested in catching a reading um, go to my website and check it out explore mm-hmm. commissions are open and if you're looking for a custom intuitively designed commission check it out. If it's a little bit more spendy than you're used to, um, connect with me and um, we can talk about a payment plan. That's all I got. Okay. I just have a really quick announcement. I just want to say to make sure that you, if you haven't joined yet, that you join the Esoterics Facebook group because I will be announcing an upcoming event that will I will only announce 
through there and through email. So if you're not if you're not on Facebook, which I understand if you're not, shoot me an email. You can either email esotericspodcast at Gmail or my email is franco at Gmail. And just shoot me an email. Just let me know. I want to get on your on your email list because I'm going to have something coming up that is only going to be announced through email lists and the Facebook group nowhere else. So it's exclusive VIP access to yeah. you girls. Yep. All right. So welcome to our hundredth episode. Can you believe Yay! it? Insert clapping applause. Oh my God, we are officially that <laughs> podcast that is going to start using sound effects because we think they're hilarious. <laughs> you asked for it. You ask and you shall receive. That's right. Did anybody really ask for it? I don't think they did. You but did. You did. I did. I did. I'm like, we need to do this, right? Yes. Um, yeah, today we're celebrating our 100th episode, you guys. are. Can you even believe we have done 100 episodes not really it's crazy it doesn't feel like it yeah it's insane i remember when we were on zoom and we were like we should do a podcast (laughs) yeah i remember that (laughs) yeah because we just spend so much time talking about different things and we're just like you know i think other people will want to listen to this too (laughs) (laughs) we need other people to listen in on our nonsense (laughs) on our tangents and shit yeah yeah and uh for some reason y'all like it I mean, the other day I just got somebody that reached out and they booked a reading with me and they found me through the podcast and they're like, they, people love this podcast and I'm not shocked by it, but I kind of am too, right? You know, we do it for fun. Yeah. The the reach is actually what really blew me away. Okay. So just to kind of intro this episode. So we're going to be sharing our personal top 10 favorite episodes and the top 10 listener faves. Yep. And we're going to, I'm also going to create uh, just on our Instagram, I'll have on the highlights, I'll have the 10 listener favorites and our 10 personal favorites pinned on our highlights. If you want to just, you know, click through and look at all those and all that. And then they'll also be in the show notes if you want to. Yeah. And maybe give them a listen, give them Mm -hmm. another listen, a re-listen if you are a diehard. Yeah. Yeah. Where where do we have listeners? We have listeners all over the world. Where are they from? Okay, so there's like too many countries to name, but we yeah. have listeners from Canada, Mexico, Nicaragua, Brazil, the UK, Germany, Pakistan, India, Japan, Australia, Thailand, South Korea, China, Sweden, Finland, Russia. Like so many. <laughs> Ghana, <laughs> Italy, yes. Hungary, the Czech Republic, Poland, France, Spain, Ireland. Like you guys. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Thank Who, you. What? <laughs> Who are these people? I want to know. Please, if you're listening and you hear us, please send us an email and tell us where you're from yeah. because we would love to hear from you and how you found us. And that would be fun. Yes. And uh, I think we should start doing like more listener questions. So shoot us your emails. Of You know, we, we, we say this occasionally, but what topics would you like to hear? I mean, we've done 100 topics of things that we like to talk about. You know, um, sometimes these topics are intuitively guided, right? Like we don't know what we're going to talk about until like a you know a couple days before we start writing mm-hmm. it. But it'd be cool to hear what you guys all want to hear about. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we mentioned that, mm-hmm. so let's go through just very quickly. This we're just go through the list of fan favorites, of listener favorites. So this is number one 
is the Akashic Records part one of two, which of course it is because it's that's such a good topic and people need to know. People love to know about the Akashic Records, but I also think that it's about past lives. People, people, that is the number one thing that people ask me about in my readings. Mm. Can, can we get, do I have any past lives? Can we get in there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But number two is ancestral veneration, honoring your ancestors. Yes. Yeah. And that was, that one is just, it's a guide. So I even referenced it when I did the ancestor class last week. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, and people, again, it's about working with, working with your ancestors, working with quote unquote past energies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So it's a big Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And then we have the other side, life between death and rebirth. Mm, yeah. Um, life between life. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, communicating with animals. Yes. Um, and we had a guest on that episode um, to talk about animal communication. Yeah, that was our guest, Alyssa. She was the animal communicator. And then the next one was Maria Sabina, which I loved doing that story. I loved doing the research for that one. That one's actually part of our personal favorites, too. Yeah, that that one was one of my favorites. I was the whole time I was like, when she is teaching us something, when she's teaching me something, and I am absorbed in the story, that's one of my favorites. It doesn't even really matter what the story is, but the story of Maria Sabina is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have The Dark Night of the Soul. Yep, yep. That was a good one. People love that one, too, because everybody's probably had one yes. or can relate. Yeah. So I've been on the Reddit subgroups, meaning there's a spiritual awakening subgroup. And I've been posting that episode in there because people need guidance. And that one just helps at least just to understand what the hell is going on. That's so smart. That's so smart. I, I, when I look at Reddit, I, I'm a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I'm scared of getting out of here. What is this? <laughs> Um, the Life Between Life series, that was a popular episode, um, w- the one that focused on how people choose their next life, choosing their parents, choosing their body, their um, where they're going to live, that sort of thing. That was a cool one. People love that type of thing, too. They always want to um, ask that, like, how did I choose this person? Why did I choose this particular person? Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one up is numerology, the natural gifts of your birthday number. Oh, oh. I didn't know that was a top one. That one was, that's a fun one. That was a fun one to do. Um, well, just because you're so great at numerology. So that one was, I feel like that one was fun. Thank you. The state uh, of dreaming. People love that episode. They even reference it in the group a lot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love doing that one because dreams for me have always been super just mm-hmm. prophetic and they're very important for me in my life. So I love doing that episode. And people are always posting in the community. I had the stream last night, blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 good to reference them back to. Check out that past the the podcast episode on um the state of dreaming. And finally, we have all about twin flames. Ugh. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you all know how I feel about twin flames. They're romanticized, but that was a fun episode. It was. I like that we got to like straighten out some facts around that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh. I belong to some groups where I still see people who are all oh, my twin flame is abusive and he's a narcissist and da 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 da. And it's like that's not your twin flame. Like <sighs> quit quit adding that label to everything. It's right up there with twin flames and the word narcissist and toxic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's <laughs> it's um 
you know, and you know, you can have a twin flame that is toxic and narcissistic and all of those things, but twin flame relationships are very rare just because of the nature of them. Listen to the episode, give it a re-listen if you haven't, because mm -hmm. there are very specifics, um, specific, a specific criteria for being a twin flame. Um, ugh, the whole topic, it, <laughs> listen these are listener favorites I know. It, it doesn't matter if i get annoyed like you're not a twin flame why does it matter like does being a label as a millennial mm -hmm. who doesn't really like labels mm -mm. you really don't no. i don't think it's necessary that's my point mm -mm. all right so now let's talk about our personal top 10 favorite episodes Yes, these are our episodes. These are the ones that we chose, um, that we most enjoyed putting the stories together for you, doing the research, and really just presenting them and talking about them. All right, so we're starting with number 10. We're doing a count countdown, yes? Yes. All right. Okay, so starting off our top 10 favorite episodes with number 10, which is episode number three, Bitch, Don't Go In There, Vortex Energies and the Paranormal. Right. So it's messing with the electro, the electromagnetic field is it's impacting the, the workings of this wheelchair. Um, a pregnant woman, she actually refused to go anywhere near the vortex. And when, you know, the, the guide was like, why? She's like, listen, this is going to sound crazy, but it's like my baby. It does not want me to go in there. Because <laughs> it's kicking me. Yeah. Now, Never being pregnant, I don't know what it feels like, but I can't imagine a little human inside of you would be pleasant. No, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's not that it feels bad, but if your baby were to just start kicking when you're, because usually you don't feel a baby kick until you're sitting down, until you're not moving. Uh, if you're walking around and your baby's just going nuts, like, that's yeah, that's a huge cool. sign. Yeah, because the baby's like, bitch, don't go in there. What do you, don't take us in there. No. <laughs> So we love that one because of the title. And obviously that's where the title comes from for that one. Yes, it was good. It was fun. It was a fun episode to research. And this was when we were still sharing episode topics. Yeah. So when we first started this podcast, it was, I mean, it's still a collaboration, but every episode was a collaboration. And then what would you say was, I think it was maybe about a year in that we yeah. decided like, no, this is too much. <laughs> it, there was just a lot of comparing and making sure that there was no overlap and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just so much easier to say, you bring your topic to the table and I will get to listen and learn and, yes. and vice versa. And that's worked out really well for us. But mm -hmm. occasionally we will uh, collaborate on an episode or two still. Yeah, because mm -hmm. sometimes we get into one topic that like we both love equally that we're mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, let's do this one. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we have, we bring different perspectives to it too. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Okay. What's uh, the next one on our list? Number nine is episode number 54, The Curious Tale of Om Seti. And yeah, and her, because she was her parents' only child, her mother was just distraught. Aww. And so then, you know, they're trying to tend to the mother. And then the doctor says, I'll be back in an hour to get her ready, to, to get the body ready, um, start washing her and getting ready for burial. So the doctor comes back in an hour and he they find her in her room just playing, like alive and playing and no injuries. So this was a cool reincarnation story. Yes, I 
I love reincarnation stories. Mm-hmm. I I love this topic and mm-hmm. this particular story was just so interesting. So yes, this is still one of my favorites. Um, it's one of my uh, like party tricks too, just like to randomly tell this story to friends at a <laughs> when we're out. Blow their mind. If you go out with me, these are the topics that I like to talk about, okay? <laughs> we can talk about ghosts. We can talk about spooky things. We can talk about reincarnation. Uh, yeah, these are the topics that my I will hold the conversation with you about. Excellent. What's What's next? All right. Next on the list is number 28, death doulas and earthbound spirits and ghosts. So I learned about it. So because it started popping up so much, I needed to have some information on it to share with my clients if it came up. So basically using your natural abilities to help and communicate with those in spirit is super profound. Oh my God, you guys, it's wonderful. And so what's happening is that many psychic mediums are being called to learn more about the process of passing over by becoming the certified, you know, end of life coach or end of life guide or death midwife. Hmm. So a death doula is a non-medical person. And that's important, non-medical, who mm-hmm. has specific training to help people um, care for someone at the end of their life, terminal patients. They, I always think of terminally ill patients. And they assist in the dying process, much like a midwife or a doula does with the birthing process. Mm. Um, and it's not just the crossing over. It, it's actually, you know, quite, it, there's a lot out there. Their whole programs. It's it, visits with a death doula are generally done in the home. Um, yeah, and this is super interesting, this episode, because there's so much mediumship involved in it in the death process. Um, mm-hmm. It's Yeah, so that one was a really interesting topic. I feel like that one was one that you just don't hear a lot about. Like, no. that was the first time I'd heard about that. And yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we covered that one. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of mediums in my readings that um, are interested in doing um, end of life transitional work. Mm. All right, what's next on the list? Next on the list is number seven, which is episode 47, but also episode number 52. So this is a two-parter, and this one is Mary Magdalene, um, parts one and two, where we cover the lost scriptures of her. You make it bad by deeming it so. Yeah, but also you have to think of it as how, how other people have perceived themselves in the act of committing things that were crimes against humanity, but they were looking at themselves as savior or as ridding the world of sin and evil to make it pure again. Like that's right. That, that's a, yeah. It's a fine yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a very fine line. Yeah. I love that episode because just getting into the scriptures of Mary Magdalene or just the message that she had for the world, it was such a progressive message if you really think about it. And yeah. it's it's one of those things that's like, well, you know, why was it buried? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of obvious because it didn't fit the patriarchy. But yeah, I loved I loved that episode, too. Plus, I liked diving into like who she was because she was, you know, not, um, you know, a, a sex worker. Mm-hmm. She was a priestess. She was an apostle. She was she was a badass. And she's just been portrayed throughout history as a whore. 
You know what yeah, I mean? They, Which they, is, yeah, they tarnished her name. It was yes. a way to tarnish her name. That was all it was. Yeah. Yeah. It it takes a lot away from who she is, uh, who she was, and, you know, um, her contribution to modern women empowerment and stuff. So she was a badass. Next. We have number six, which is episode number 50, The Oracles of Delphi, Women with the Final Word. Um, And this episode where we talk about the oracles as high priestesses. Um, They were considered to be second-class citizens, unable to participate in politics, own land, or inherit property, right? Mm -hmm. Like now, except kind of not sort of, right? Typical patriarchy bullshit. Patriarchy bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. It really was. It was patriarchal nonsense. And listen to this. Give this one a listen because there's lots of really cool Greek um, mythology in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Any chance we get to shit on the patriarchy, we're going to take it, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. (laughs) No, not sorry. Well, and the thing is, is the oracles at Delphi, um, those high priestesses, they ruled for more than a thousand years and they had the power to render all of the men of Greece silent and really just change the course of history with their words, with their oracles. Um, you know, their words were the center of economic, religious and political power. The oracles of Delphi were badass. And yeah. um, I believe that one of the reasons that the patriarchy was like, OK, these women, they, you know, they got to go or, yeah. you know, we need to take this power. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wasn't. Um, yeah. Well, I do. I think I was alive during that time. I, I said <laughs> it before. I think I was an Oracle because I've just been obsessed with them since I was a little girl. But yeah, we know and that's, that's usually a sign. Yep. Yep. Number five is episode number 58. Pachita, the story of Barbara Guerrero. And she went over, I don't say exactly how, but she went over and healed him. And that's when she knew what she was able to do. And that's what solidified her own belief in herself and her abilities. And that's how she kept going. She would slip as a little girl. She would slip into trances and claim that her body was being taken over by an entity that she called El Hermanito, which means the little brother. Uh, and so this is where I was telling you last week, what you were talking about was perfectly feeding into this channeling. Cause, yeah, because this is essentially what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She So she would later identify the little brother as Cuauhtémoc. And Cuauhtémoc was actually the last emperor of the Aztecs. He was the nephew of Moctezuma. Oh. Okay, there's so much to that episode. And... That technically, I mean, the subject of, of Pachita is linked to the story that I did on Dr. Jacobo Zilberbaum, mm-hmm. um, Grimberg Zilberbaum. And uh, yeah, and I love that story. There, I had some audio problems, though, with the with his story. So I think I would like to redo it eventually. Yeah, those two are connected. And Pachita was a psychic surgeon. So that's really the basis of this podcast and how she performed psychic surgery. Um, Very, very, very cool. I remember when I listened to this one, I was always like, what? And also I was like, there's no way in hell I'd let anybody psychically (laughs) surgery me. But she she did it, though. She's probably the only person I would let touch me. Yeah, Uh, that's nuts. Number four on the list is episode number 70, Elsie Wheeler and the Sabian symbols. Um, And the Sabian symbols are related to astrology. 
Not a great deal is known about her life, but the legacy that she left behind lives on through those Sabian symbols. So Elsie was really, she was severely afflicted with rheumatoid arthritis and she spent her entire life in a wheelchair, her entire life in a wheelchair. Wow. She couldn't yeah. really turn her head and she could barely hold her hands. Hmm. Um, Elsie never married or had kids. She was married to sort of this higher spiritual purpose is what everybody else likes to say, but don't let that stop you because as we'll find out, Elsie, Elsie had a little something going on with somebody. <laughs> She did. It's a good story. <laughs> yeah. Catch that. Catch that one. <laughs> You're going to want to get into that. There's implied sexual um, stuff in there. Get the tea. Get the whole tea. <laughs> All right. Number three on the list is episode number 89, Jen Woke and the Spiritual Role of Each Generation. They've come back to hold the higher vibrational frequency in place, uh -huh. which helps humans take back their power. Okay. That's the star seed. But indigo crystal and rainbow children, our awakening is simply a remembering of our soul's plan. Yeah. And we're born during a very specific generation in order to live out a very specific purpose. Mm -hmm. I love generations. I like talking about that. And then I, did we mention in that episode how technically that the generations are defined by Pluto? Like Pluto defines. Like we did not talk about that. Not that I remember. Oh, okay. So then I think we have to revisit that because that's how that's how the generations are marked. Mm -hmm. Is when when Pluto changes placements, that marks the, the end and the start of a new generation. Which makes sense because Pluto is about power and coming into power and yeah. But also groupthink, right? Yes. Because, it's, because it is such a distant planet. It doesn't affect us so much on our day to day. It affects us more as like a large collective. overall collective community, society, yes. world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't look at the astrology aspect of that. So, oh, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. so I, know. I think we're, that's there's Heart. another episode coming. <laughs> Listen, I love that episode, and I refer people and recommend that episode all the time in my readings, especially to millennials, because one of the things that we talk about in there is how. You know, millennials are sort of the buffer between Gen X, which are the disaffected youth, uh -huh. and then Gen Y, right? Because millennials are actually having Gen Ys, right? Well, Gen yes. Ys are having babies that are Gen Zs. Mm -hmm. Is that who they are? And these Gen Z babies, y'all, these Gen Z babies are going to change the world. And they're the most diverse population. And they're just not going to put up with a lot of the nonsense that this, you know, like the MAGA, MAGA crowd is like, you know, borders this and, no. you know, yeah, they're, no. they're not going to put up with that. So uh, mm -mm. they're going to change the world. And I'm so excited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to work on that yeah. astrological perspective of generations. Yep. That's a good one. All right. What's next on the list? Number two on the list is episode number 10, Star Seeds and Star Children. And everyone on Earth has arrived at some point from somewhere else, right? But the difference is that Earth souls, which we will cover later, um, uh -huh. Earth souls have incarnated here hundreds of lifetimes again and again and again to balance karma, to learn new lessons, and increase the amount of light inside themselves in human form. Uh -huh. Those are Earth souls. The majority of people, though, are star seeds. They're actually coming here from other 
origins. So this is one of our early episodes. Like this mm-hmm. is only 10 on our rotation. We got we got into deep stuff really early on. We really did. And also, you know, what's interesting is I'm thinking back and I'm listening and I I thought, you know, we will have changed our style, but we haven't really. We've we've we sound the same, you know. It's um, the so. same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Starseeds and Star Children, again, it's another one. People just love this. They love to learn about it. They want to know about it in the Akashic Records. They like to know what their planet of origin is. I think all of the younger generations, starting with, um, you know, I mean, all generations really, silent generation, boomer, you know, Gen X on down. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the people incarnating now are absolute. They're Starseeds because. Um, they're here to raise the vibrational frequency of the earth and elevate evolution. So it's a yes. good episode. Yes. All right. What's our number one? Da, da, da. Finally, number one on the list is episode number 23. Um, Maria. It's the story of Maria Sabina. What's the title of this episode, actually? Let me see. What's it say? Maria Sabina Curandera and Priestess of Mushrooms. Excellent. And in first experiences, she she and her sister were so hungry and she knew of these mushrooms and that they were safe to eat because she had seen an uncle, one of her uncles who was really, really sick, who had been cured by a shaman with the mushrooms like the shaman he, she saw the thing happen so she knew she could eat them so they ate them she was like eight years old <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah she was quote unquote safe to eat <laughs> yeah i mean yeah and so she said in her first experience that she heard the voice of god and nice. then she can they continue to eat them. Um, she and her sister would continue to eat them. And sometimes her grandfather would find would find them out in the field just like laughing or crying and and then they would just carry them home, but they wouldn't they wouldn't punish them for it. Which I thought was interesting because I feel mm-hmm. like if we did that, like if I found my eight year old kid over there high on mushrooms, I might freak out a little bit. Right. <laughs> but but it was just because that's you you don't do that. Their belief was you don't you don't punish a person and you don't punish a child it, um under the influence of the mushrooms because they you can make them go crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. I like that story. That's a good one. That that was such a good. It was like reading a book. It was like listening to an audio book, like as the story unfurled when you were mm-hmm. telling it. So I remember being very like enthralled with the whole thing. I loved doing this episode because I loved being able to tell her story, and a lot of the research that went into the creation of this episode was because. I didn't have the resource because right. I couldn't find just like her straight up story. I just wanted somebody to tell me her life story and mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. I have, I, so I had all the bits and pieces. I read mm-hmm. her book and then I made this episode. So basically it, it was to fit a need and I, I did love making it. I also just liked the straightening out of certain things that people love to bring up about like how allegedly she didn't charge for her services or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, she did. So she did. And it was also really interesting to hear how her village supported her. And then, you know, once they were tired of all of the people coming to visit her, then they sort of turned on her. And that mm-hmm. was really sad because, you know, she was an amazing, amazing human. And what she did, she was always of the mindset of, I will heal you. I will heal you. She was a healer. So yeah, very, very cool. Very cool human, um, Maria Sabina. Yeah. 
And that is it for our list of our top 10 favorite episodes. We hope that you will give them a listen if you haven't done so already. If you have, maybe give them a re-listen. Um, yep. Is there an episode on our list that you would like us to redo or add more to? Because like so far that the Gen Woke, was it Gen Woke that we said we're going to do the astrology on? Um, and I, yeah, I, I felt actually re-inspired by listening back to some of these again. Yeah, I think it's 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 important to revisit some of these um and it would be a fun episode to you know pick one um you know maybe take some questions from our community our podcast community on Facebook um or through email um or even you know from if anybody wants to drop one in our comments on Instagram it would be really cool to take some questions and address yeah. those too so yes absolutely all right. Well, friends, that means it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for joining us for our 100th episode. It's a big milestone. We're really proud of it. And we're honored to have been able to bring you that many, you know, discussions and conversations. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it on your stories, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, this really helps our podcast grow. And if we grow, that means we have the ability to give you another 100 episodes. Yeah. Thank you all for hanging out with us today. Stay mystical, magical, and don't let anyone tell you what to do. Or what podcasts not to listen to. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.